Hey everyone, and welcome to the Stories Collective Podcast, a collection of stories about God's faithfulness and how we as believers engage with God, connect with others, and live on mission. There are stories about God's work all around us, and we are excited to share those stories with you here. I'm your host, Sarah Shallow, and I'm so glad that you are joining us for this conversation today. Today, I had the pleasure of interviewing Stephen Martin, and I've known Stephen for a few years just from serving on the missions team at Desert Springs here with him and just seeing him around, and I think you're just really going to enjoy our conversation today. We actually did something a little bit different. We kind of almost did a rapid fire of stories of God's faithfulness uh, in his life. I don't want to give too much away, but I think, again, you're just going to be really encouraged by what he has to say just with the multiple examples he gives of God's faithfulness in his life. So yeah, here we go. Here's my conversation with Stephen Martin. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. We are so excited to have you on the Stories Collective podcast. So I was thinking, I think I met you for the first time when we were both serving on the missions team. Yes, I I believe so. I don't remember. It's all the years of ministry are starting to blur together a little bit. So I don't quite remember when that was, Uh, but we were serving together. And um, but I realized I didn't even know how long have you been at Desert Springs? Uh, It's been about six or seven years now. Really? I've been here for six years. So maybe we were here around the same time. That's so interesting. (laughs) And uh, you typically attend the 930 service. Usually. Correct. Okay. Wow. Well, we are so excited to just hear about how God has worked in your life over the years. And I'm excited because we're going to do something a little different today. Um, We're going to kind of do just like rapid fire stories of God's faithfulness in your life. So it all started, though, for you with your dad kind of right right yeah the story my story begins before me even uh, my my dad was uh was an alcoholic and i have very few memories of that but uh, he came to christ um you know through my my mom's prayers and answer to my my grandmother's prayers um yeah he came to know christ and and went cold turkey and gave up uh alcohol and um it kind of is the beginning of my story because then he very soon after that became a pastor and moved our whole family over and went to seminary. And I became a, a believer at a very young age, seeing just the change in his life and, and though you know, just the environment around me of growing up in a Christian home. So. Wow. So do you have any memories of, of before your dad had, had come to know the Lord? Uh, uh, very few. Okay. Um, and, you know, I mean, he, he definitely, you know, is a good person, was a good person, but alcohol did not have a good influence on him. And mm-hmm. I have a just a vague few memories of that. And then the stories that he's told me, I mean, that's a big part of his testimony uh, when he talks to people. So it's something I've got to hear my whole life about how Christ came in and changed that need and desire and, and what kind of person he was when he was under the influence versus what he was when he was under the influence of Christ. Wow. So. Yeah. So what was that like growing up as a pastor's kid? Uh, it's a huge blessing. Um, and it can also be, <laughs> uh, you know, you're under the spotlight a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but I have numerous times throughout my life where I know that there was a lot of people praying for me because I, the whole church, you know, would gather around as the pastor's, uh, you know, family uh, would be in a time of need or something and, and they would they would be praying for us. And I, I felt those prayers and I feel like God's hand moved in a lot of ways because of the prayers of the saints of the church. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's the same that we, uh, the same attention that we always get. So you always hear the bad things about pastor's kids. <laughs> I think that was one of the benefits. Wow. I just... 
I love hearing that, that you really, that you said you really felt like the prayers of the church and all that. Cause I just think, especially just as someone who's working in ministry, like we pray for people all the time. And so, yeah, that was just really encouraging to me even just now hearing yeah, you say that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so you grew up as a pastor's kid and then you went to college, right? Yeah. So at a very young age, I came to know Christ, um, and just got to see him work through that. And, um, even before I got to college, there was one really significant thing. Um, my freshman year of high school, my first day of school, um, our bus rolled over. My sister and I were both aboard and it, it rolled over on the interstate and, um, <clears throat> you know, both of us were came away relatively unscathed, but there was a lot around us that didn't. Um, and, and for example, my sister, uh, went through the windshield, but somehow wow. ended up behind the bus in the, in the path, instead of going out onto the median, which the, uh, the guy sitting next to her went out onto the, um, other lane of the traffic and hit the pavement. So, oh. I mean, it was just a huge miracle, um, for us to come away from that really with, you know, with some bruises, some scars. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but overall we, we had our health and we went through it. So, yeah. Wow. And I'm sure that was another time too, when you, I'm sure felt the prayers of the church <laughs> through that. Um, Absolutely. yeah. And, and that God had his hand over both you and your sister. So do you feel like that affected you in a way that, I don't know, made things a little tough, like emotionally or just getting through that well, accident? There, there are some injuries. Um, I have three vertebrae in my back. They're actually out of place um, slightly, and, and it's not something that's operable. Um, so I do have some back pain and stuff like that. But you live with that, and you just, you know, it's something you, everybody has their own. And the, more, the more people you meet, the more you realize everybody's got their own kind <laughs> yeah. of pain that they, they live with. And mine's not you know, incapacity. I'm a very active person, mm -hmm. but it is something that, that always reminds me. Um, and my sister, you know, her knees and stuff have some permanent damage, but, um, but there were all things we overcame and, and things that really weren't that life changing. Um, when you wow. look at it in the scope of those things. Well, it's kind of interesting that you said the, those vertebrae are a, rem a reminder. And I guess in a way it could be a reminder of how God protected you. Right, that day right so well it may be a little bit of a, the thorn in the flesh too if, if, if <laughs> yeah. paul's was was physical you know i i could i can do that because yeah. i often you know reminds me of humility that i need so. yes wow okay so sorry i had skipped ahead a little bit so um so that was in high school then then you go to college and you meet your wife exactly right? yeah and and thankfully we didn't meet before that yeah um, god did a lot of work in my life in those years high school to college his timing um, is perfect god's yes, timing is perfect yes. yeah and he uh it's it's interesting because we had a lot of mutual friends when she her family moved to flagstaff which is where i grew up um and went to college um and Flagstaff's a relatively small town, and so a lot of people know each other. Well, she ended up moving into town right after um, I went to a different high school than these other um, friends that I had, and they actually became her friends. So we have a lot of similar friendships, but we never met each other until college. Wow. Um, and then we were friends for like a year or two before we ever became, you know, romantically in, involved. So it, it is a really cool story um, because, you know, God was faithful to, to see me through some relationships that weren't the right ones. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but she was always there and, you know, it, I think you learn more and more the older you get that friendship is way more important than anything else. Mm. Um, it, at least in, in our marriage, that's been true. So it's just great having your best friend Aww, be, yeah. your, be your wife. 
So. Yeah. Well, how long have you all been married? Uh, it'll be 18 years. I mean, wow. You should have prepped me for that one. Sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, so 18 years. It'll be 19 in December. Sorry. 19 in December. Wow. Well, yeah. congratulations. Um, so 19 years of marriage. I'm sure there was a lot of things, many, many stories that you could tell us about those 19 years. But I know there was one one thing in particular that, that you wanted to touch on. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, when we look at our blessings, often we, we, we uh, count our children very high on that list, which <laughs> I would agree. Um, and we had um, two boys, one when we were in South Carolina, uh, Tobias was there. We moved all over the country for, for my work. Um, so we had Tobias when we were in South Carolina, and then we had Jacob when we lived in Texas. And then we actually um, were pregnant with a third child, and um, we lost the, the baby. And I just remember going to the doctor's office and hearing that heartbeat, and it was like the other two children. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very exciting time for us. And then um, just going through the turmoil of of believing we probably that that baby had been lost and then going to uh, going to the doctor again and just waiting to hear that heartbeat and it just wasn't there Ugh. um and, and that was you know it was heartbreaking um and it was a tough time um, but it helped me remember that each child is a blessing from god mm. um, and sometimes we're not quite as thankful maybe as we should be mm. um, because it kind of take it for granted if you've had a couple and then you uh you just kind of take that process for granted and so um it was a it was a hard reminder uh, that God is the author of life. And, and um, I just remember reading, thinking, oh gosh, you know, my life is so terrible and I must be, it must be as bad as Job, uh, <laughs> which is a bit of a over, over uh, dramatization of it. But um, I remember reading Job 121 where it says, you know, naked I came into the earth, naked I'll go. Um, and the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And I always remembered that memory verse as a, a but being in there, like, but the name of the Lord will be praised mm. or blessed be the name of the Lord. And there's no but there. Um, mm. it, it's not, the Lord giving and taking away is not dependent up, upon our praise and, and our praise should not be dependent upon him giving and taking away. Um, it, it's two different ideas. And that was where Job was. And that's where I was to say the Lord gave and the Lord takes away. And it was really quick. And that's sad. Um, But part of his faithfulness is we know that there'll be a day in heaven when we get to meet that child. Mm. Um, And and yet through it all, because of God's faithfulness, we praise him Mm. and his name is blessed. And it's independent of that. So um, that was probably one of the biggest and hardest life lessons for me to learn. Yeah. Well, how how did you and your wife get through that or work through that? Um, you know, moving around, God has always blessed us with great friendships. We've been a part of a number of great churches all over the U.S. Um, and and from that, we also have connections to the mission field all over. So that's part of the, the blessing of it. But we had some really great friends in Texas that were very, very dear to us still. Um, and they, they helped us walk through that time. Um, and you know, coming out the end of that, um, just another year or two later, we had, um, we had Hank, which is actually when we moved to Arizona, Hank was born in Arizona and Hank is our, our rainbow baby. Um, and he is just a really special kid. Uh, (laughs) if you know Hank, (laughs) he can be a handful, but he's also a huge blessing to our family. And and he's a reminder of that as well. Wow. Well, one thing that I love that you keep saying is you, you keep talking about these reminders. You're bringing up these different situations in your life, a a bus accident, meeting your wife, um, losing a child, and you keep talking about these reminders of God's work, God's faithfulness in your life. And 
I'm sure that all the people listening are going to be very encouraged by that. I'm very encouraged right now that the next time that I'm that I'm going through something tough that I need to stop and remember what God is doing or what he could be doing because, you know, down the road this could be a story that I'm telling to to encourage someone or to share the Lord with someone. You know, you just never know how God is working. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's the great thing about this podcast. It's I was I was reading some scripture and there's actually a new song out um, about taking the stones from the river. Mm. Um, and God called the Israelite elders to gather stones from the river and pile them on the other side so that in the future, when their children asked, what is that pile of stones? Or their grandchildren, what is that pile of stones? They would recall the story. And this is kind of that digital stone yes. is the way I thought of it. You know, it's, it, we're, we're piling stones because we often don't do a good job of sharing that to our children because our children were there, you know, our, mm. our kids were there when we lost a child and they were there when our other children were born, but they were so young, they're not going to remember it like we did. Um, so to be able to share some of the stories of uh, how God worked and how God has been faithful through that, I think is in present day and age is our way to pile stones so that our children can look back and say, you know, God worked throughout my parents' whole life and my grandparents and, you know, oh, on and on. Wow. I just love that. I... I love that you brought up the stones because um, at uh, our wedding, my father-in-law uh, spoke briefly, but he he talked about what you just talked about with the stones. And he was saying like that our, our wedding, the beginning of our marriage was like one of the stones that we were going to be able to use um, to remember God's faithfulness for our kids, for our life together. So that's one thing that I love about doing this podcast is to be able to talk with people who maybe are... I'll say more seasoned than I am, <laughs> a little more seasoned than I am, that I get to hear all these stories um, from your life. And again, mm-hmm. I'm just feeling encouraged that I have so much to look forward to, um, even in my own life. So I know we got a couple other stories to share yeah. and we could, I, we, we could talk for hours and hours and hours. Right, right. Yeah, um, we could stay on any of them. But, uh, <laughs> um, but so you mentioned that you just, you, even though you had to move around a lot, you, you were able to make some really cool connections in the places that you lived. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the, one of the really neat, um, connections we made when we lived in South Carolina was a, a, at the time he was a youth pastor and his wife and we both, Elizabeth and I both connected. And that's something you'll find as you get seasoned in your marriage, more seasoned, yes, more <laughs> seasoned in your marriage, you'll, you'll make connections where you'll just, there's very few couples where you're both going to connect. Yes. And those are such special couples. Yes. And so we have one from South Carolina. We have one from Texas, um, that, that Elizabeth and I just both connect really well with each, each spouse. And so, um, yeah, we're actually going this week to uh, to visit our friends in South Carolina, um, and they came out a couple of years ago and visited us. But there was a great connection there, and to watch them grow and their children too. A lot of their children were born at the same time, um, and another couple we met there that was uh, also very close. They're now missionaries in Nicaragua. Oh wow! Um, which is where my Nicaragua connection started. Yeah, um, but well, I didn't th- know it. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what I was going to say quickly. Was for those of you who don't know, Stephen was. I believe a part of of the launch team, correct? There was the For, construction team okay. that went, and then there was the first round where we did the the uh, vacation Bible school and okay. stuff like that. So, okay, yeah. So if you attend Desert Springs, you're you're hopefully aware that we have a church plant um, in Nicaragua, and I know I remember it, I, it's coming back to me now. I remember being on the missions team with you, and I remember you were just so excited about us planting a church down there, and. Yeah. Again, I didn't even know that you actually had kind of a personal connection right, to it. Right. So. Yeah, I, I was 
I was very fortunate in college. I got to travel a couple different places, but I spent one summer in college in um, Southeast Asia, and God was very faithful there. There's a story we didn't mention quickly, but we got kicked out of the country after being there a couple of weeks for bringing in Bibles and witnessing to, uh, oh, to people. Wow. So God was faithful to protect me in that situation. But that being said, I just never felt a huge connection to the people there. It was a great ministry. The things that were going on were awesome. Uh, but I came back and just didn't feel like God was calling me to go back there. Um, and the first time I went to Nicaragua, we were actually on a missions trip. We were in um, Texas at a church. We found a church, and they took missions teams down there, and I went down, and it was just mind-blowing that God could connect me into his work in a way that, that I was passionate about. Um, so leaving Texas and moving to Arizona, then I felt like maybe I had lost that. And I came to Desert Springs and lo and behold, you know, yeah. met Wade Cooperwriter. And then all of a sudden he's getting called to the mission field and that's where he ends up being called. To. <laughs> so I just, I love, you know, we had chatted briefly the other week about what we were going to talk about, but I just love seeing all these connections you know at the church we talk a lot about connecting with others and it's a serious thing and god has really used all these connections in your life um to to really do a lot of amazing work it right. sounds like <laughs> right and you know the awesome thing about going to nicaragua was the opportunity to take our oldest tobias with us and that was all right before i mean like two months before covid shut everything down <sighs> that trip wow you know and it was the yeah. timing was yes we're gonna go now and it worked out and you wow. know it was awesome. So, wow. Oh, and it just goes to show again, you just never know how the Lord is going to work that you were living somewhere else, made this connection to Nicaragua, and then you move to Arizona, you come to Desert Springs, you meet Wade Cooper Rider. We end up planting a church down there, and, and God was still able to use that passion that you had for Nicaragua, even here living in this new place. So, right. that is just, that's just amazing. I'm just, I'm just very encouraged by this conversation. Um, so, you know, just kind of as we wrap up, what's something that you would say maybe to someone who is who is struggling to see God's faithfulness in their life? Um, you know, I would say whether it's, you know, whether it's a health concern, whether it's just immense blessing, because that's God's faithfulness as well. Sometimes we only notice it when we're going through a hard time and we come out the backside of it. But looking back, you know, I have four amazing children that are all blessings, mm. um, you know, and, and getting to see God work in their lives and them each one of them as they reach that age to, to come to, to follow Christ on their own is, is such a huge blessing. And, you know, I've been through losing a job and having to start my own business. And that was, God blessed me through that. Um, and even through the, the times of blessing now, his faithfulness is, it, it just, it blows you away if you stop and think about it. And sometimes we don't stop and think about it. Um, so my encouragement is to, to remember to pile the stones, yes. yeah. <laughs> you know, because we got to look back sometimes because when we do that, we see how great our God is that we serve. We see that he's always working for a purpose and we're somehow a part of that though. Sometimes, you know, Wade Cooperwriter once told me he felt <laughs> like God put him on a shelf for years yeah. until he called him into the field. Um, and all God was doing was, was sharpening him, mm. you know, and prepping him. So, uh, I think God does that each one and. In our walk, uh, we just need to focus on Him and see where we fit into the plan and what today is going to bring, and and just always be willing for what the future it holds with God's will and where He's going to call us to. And I think as long as you're open to that, then that's that's where you need to be. But it's it's when we close off or get kind of stuck in our path and we forget that pile of stones and what God's done and and what He's going to do. 
um, that we that we get lost, if you will. Yeah. Wow, I feel like you're preaching to me right now, Stephen, in, in the <laughs> well, best way, in yeah, the it, best way. You know, I am a preacher's <laughs> kid, so it, it does come out sometimes yeah. when I try to contain it, you know. No, this this has just been an amazing conversation. I'm just, I, I really appreciate your time. I'm, I'm so glad that we got to have you on. And if you see Stephen around church, he's usually at the 930, you should, you should say hi. There's a whole list of stories I have in front of me that we didn't even get to cover. <laughs> so if you want to be encouraged, um, if you want a reminder of God's faith, faithfulness i would definitely uh encourage you to go talk to steven so thank you for having me yes thank you so much i hope that you were as encouraged as i was getting to talk to steven today and you know what's crazy is i would not have known these things about steven had i not asked him to do this interview you know i've known steven for a few years from serving on the missions team and just having him and his family be a part of desert springs but until i just started asking more questions i i just never knew about all this work that god had done in his life and so i just want to encourage you today you know you don't of course need to ask someone to do an interview but you can just ask someone around you hey how has god been faithful to you or what are what are three ways that god has been faithful to you it's just amazing what happens when we take those steps to connect with others and i saw that so much in the stories that stephen was sharing about the connections that he made along the way about how he was able to engage with god and and be comforted through hard times and that how he was able to live on mission you know how amazing is it that he had all those connections to nicaragua and god used that uh, even through him and his family moving to arizona and coming to Desert Springs. So if, again, if you see Steven around, I would definitely encourage you to talk to him. And we hope you'll join us next week as we get to share more amazing stories about what God is doing here at Desert Springs. Hey, thanks for listening to the Stories Collective, a podcast ministry of Desert Springs Community Church in Goodyear, Arizona. The Stories Collective is hosted by Sarah Shallow and produced by Brittany Petrie and me, Brandon Petrie. If you like our podcast, please remember to share, subscribe, leave a review, and if you want more information, please visit dscchurch.com.